When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. 500 million Yates in pickleball injuries. That's... Yeah, yeah. Come I'm stretch like, with your boy before you know the softball game. Here's what's going to happen. Good luck, guys. Something is going to happen to me. And, uh, right. and then, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what's going to go down. Right. That it's going to be that I usually just kind of stand by first base, catch the ball, hit the ball. I will lightly jog to sure. whichever base is next on the itinerary. Sure. You're, not, you're not going but all out first to third. Something, some, there's going to be a ground ball that's one extra step away that I'm going to try to get. There's going to be a pop-up that's behind me that I'm going to try to turn. <laughs> Those are the dangerous are, ones. It's, it's, yeah. You you know yeah I that, know that little one eighty turn, turn where you're and like go. oh and then everything like because you lose both your balance and your orientation at the same time and that's never good it would be never funny good. if it happens to me it would be because funny. I have been so adamantly non stretching so you're going up to the All Star game yeah uh, Clayton Kershaw made the team again as he should he's had an All Star caliber season he's not going to play. I mean, it's, no, he shouldn't. Play. If he did, it would be a huge mistake. Will Smith made the team for the first time. He's had all car, all star caliber seasons up until this point. Uh, it's the first time he's ever made it, not as a starter, as a backup to Sean Murphy uh, in in the National League. But it was nice to see him finally get realized for the player that he is, because he's not the best player on the Dodgers, but as currently constructed, he might be the most important. And he's the best catcher in the bigs, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can there are other guys. You can talk about Jarrell Mutos. You can talk about different players, but. For for a team of that caliber, if you're the most important player on your team and your team is that good, it's hard to say you're not the best in your position in the league, never yeah. mind the bigs overall. And the thing about him, too, is that I think that this is a nice little reward. He's a tough guy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's where a lot of people don't realize. When he got concussed a bunch earlier this season, he sat out. I was like... It's like three weeks. I was like, yo, that three weeks could turn into three months if this is really bad. And I'm not saying that because he came back from the concussion, he is a tough guy. I'm saying that separately from that, that's something about his personality that a lot of the country doesn't really understand unless you're watching him day in and day out. He doesn't necessarily play every day because other humans catch other people. But if he did, it'd be a different discussion as to what his, his reputation was nationally. Yeah, he's, he's one of those guys here in LA you know right right but if you if you're in Cincinnati for instance right and you're a, a Reds fan you know Mookie Mookie's showing up on the highlight shows sure. Mookie's showing up online you know Freddie Freeman because he's been around forever and made a million all-star games mm-hmm. and you know Clayton Kershaw is one of the great left-handers of his generation but Will Smith is one of those guys until he comes in your town like that guy's got seven hits this weekend <laughs> like <laughs> what, what, what the hell wait he bats dude? third for these guys right every day he's one of those guys and especially up until this season where you've got the guys that we just mentioned and you've got Cody Bellinger who's a former MVP and you've got Justin Turner who not only is a fan favorite but right. multiple all-star games you got Trey Turner you've got Corey Seager it was hard you, to get any shine how are you gonna get any Chris Taylor's making all-star games right right and to, to finally kind of punch through I was happy for him 
one of the other things about this lineup that I think is interesting in terms of the all-star lineup is, dude, Mookie's contributions on the infield have gone from beyond gimmicky I know. to legitimate weapon yeah. in terms of if Jay Hay's going to be this productive in right field in a spot situation, I mean, <laughs> Mookie's playing on the infield. And people, I've, I've explained this before. It solves a huge problem. It sol- that's exactly right. And I've explained this before to people. This is not gimmicky in as much as this. The reason Mookie never went to college to play second base is very simple. His name is Tony Kemp. He plays for the A's. Tony Kemp was the freshman of the year for Vanderbilt. Mookie was then going to go to Tennessee and play second there because he wasn't going to play behind his good childhood friend. He ends up getting drafted where they sent him the right field for the Red Sox because Dustin Pedroia was at second base. The likelihood that Mookie was going to make it at second base was in fact higher when he was coming into the game from a pro standpoint than it was that he was going to make it in right to some to some minds. So him being back here is not a joke, y'all. The dude is an infielder. He can play the infield for sure. I, it was funny. Was it yesterday or Saturday? I forget. It was yesterday or Saturday's game. He 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 made an error. Yeah. Right. And it was like, oh, <laughs> right. And, and that that was the moment where you're like, oh, right. Yeah. That he's not just, hey, we got to cover a couple of innings. He played shortstop in high school. Put him no. on. He'll he'll survive. It's he's a pretty good infielder. I, I've I've kind of come around on. It. I still don't love it, but it solves a big. The Dodgers have a gaping hole at shortstop offensively Mm -hmm. Mookie is probably not the defender that Miguel Rojas is but it's not a huge difference it's 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 close enough and as long as Hayward slash Peralta or whoever you're going to put out there can 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 perform at a level that's close enough it solves two problems it's not bad and it's also one of those things where like I kind of need this I'm tired of brothers getting scouted to the outfield. This dude can play it. You know what I'm saying? There's he an element. There, there's an there's an element of that that I think is important to the image of the game. Guys who can play anywhere. More of that, please. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We talked about the Ellies of the world and these different body types that are sort of taking over the league. The idea of him being a multi-positional dude, something we used to see with some frequency back in the day. Guy would move from catcher, a Craig Biggio type. Pop out to second, move to center. This might be a little before Daryl Thomas for the Dodgers yeah. was kind of that guy. He literally he came up as a catcher, and then next, now he's playing shortstop and second base in center field. They're out there. This used to be one of the things we celebrated yeah. in Major League Baseball, and I'm glad that Mookie's able to do this and still make an All Star team at either spot. You, you said something, and I've, I've always it, this is fascinating to me because good luck has so much to do with who if we even know who these guys are. Yeah. Kurt Warner was one Trent Green injury away from you never know his name. True. You never know. He, he's bagging groceries. He's in the, the arena. All the things that we all know about him. Yeah. Trent Green doesn't get hit in a preseason game. He probably doesn't play. He probably goes to another team. He's not on the greatest show on turf. And the he's Rams not, might not be in L.A. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's just <laughs> like, the, the, the butterfly yeah. effect, right? That right. There's one thing happens. To, Mookie Betts doesn't go to Vandy. He doesn't go to Tennessee. <laughs> he goes to, to Boston. Through, they have an MVP at second base already. <laughs> Turns into a gold glove outfielder. Unbelievable. Who, it, it's just those little things that have – there's somebody somewhere that never got a shot that was really, really good – but because they already had a good guy, and they're thinking, well, it just just never happened. Yeah, it, no. it has to be the right set of circumstances. It's crazy. Also, on this list, of course, Just Dingers, J.D. Martinez, who has re, re, I don't want to say rekindled his career because he's had 
How to explain this? J.D. Martinez is one of those guys that's a much better player on a good team than he is when he's got to be the full throttle everything on an average to a bad team, personal opinion. And it showed this season, I think, that they've done a great job. Between him and Jay Hay, those were two fantastic pickups in terms of what they bring to the offense. And I think J.D. deserves well, J.D. Martinez, what, $10 million bucks, one, one year? One million, year, 10 Basically mil. free. A motivator in J.D. coming back to L.A. was that his hitting coach, yes. that he had a ben lot of Sion. success with, yeah. is with uh, the Dodgers. Exactly well. right. And so he's gotten back to form in a way that I think think again if he's not on the Dodgers does he get that all-star nod perhaps not but whatever paid again too but whatever he is he that could happen that some bad team will do that but 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 that's what this is the Dodger secret sauce right and and I don't mean to pile on him but it's just the one that's the most obvious right now no no, you're good Tyler Anderson yeah right Tyler Anderson was a very specific type of major leaguer he's a guy that he's going to be about 500 he's going to have an ERA somewhere between four and five He's going to pitch for you, and he's going to be okay. There are going to be some days where he looks pretty good. There are going to be other days where he looks pretty mediocre. Right. Dodgers get their hands on him, sprinkle their little dust, whatever <laughs> it is they do, and he turns into a Cy Young candidate. He's awesome. And the Dodgers said, we will give you X for X amount of years. And that's it. And if you can get something else, good for you. Right. And the Angels barf on themselves to go do it. Has not worked. Somebody's going to do the same thing with Julio. Now, Julio's a better pitcher than Brian Anderson is. Okay. But they have one of the things we will give you this for this, but we're not doing it. We will find the next guy. We will get the next. Now, Syndergaard doesn't hit, but so J.D. Martinez hit. David Peralta hit. True. Jason Hayward hit. Jason they, Hayward's a big one, too. They, they, they all do, and yeah. they're cheap and they're inexpensive. They don't do those deals where it's like, oh, my God, what, what happened to this guy? Right. What happened to him is you don't have the the support staff, the organization, the, the culture. The developmental anything, yeah. All of it. Yeah. No, they just true. don't do those deals. It's the best part about what this franchise does, in my opinion. So you want me to get you something from Seattle, Tyler? You've been bringing this up hey, all, man, if, all day if, long. If, I mean, what like do if, you want from if Seattle? If you're willing your to, budget? you know, you want a signed bat from Ken Griffey Jr. Not all right, happening. I'll settle for a signed <laughs> no. bat from Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> I've already given this guy two bats in his life, and he's like, hey, <laughs> Look, well, I'll take one. That's, that's nice. baseball is in threes. Yeah, that's true. You know how that's this true. goes. Baseball's wow. a sport of threes. Wow. <laughs> Managed to spin that correctly. What do you? I'm want? a simple man. Dad, I, your dad had game. Dad hat. Okay, dad hat game. For those of you who don't know, trust your judgment. I'm strictly a dad hat guy now. I only go with white ones at this point. Do you? Do you care what color, or do you want like a throwback? Because I guarantee you there will be a plenty. I'm going to have to just send me a logo I, of the hat I make that you an want. Okay. Can I make a, a yeah, We can please. all make requests, whether Please. they are granted or not. I'm not making a, a request. Okay. I'm, I'm making a suggestion for his dad hat. Okay. okay. Get the one with the Triton. That's Ooh. a good call. I almost bought that one the last okay. time I was yeah. there. That's a good one. That Triton logo. Yeah, that the with the M, had. the under. The, oh, yeah, I, yeah that's, that's, the, uh, that's the City Connect, right? No, it's the old logo before they went to the M that's like. Then they turned into that compass looking thing. The compass era. That's I don't mind that. Era. That's the that's the Ken Griffey Jr. I don't, don't mind that, that. The logo itself doesn't look great, in my personal Get opinion. The Triton's, the Triton's a good call. Okay. Seattle Pilots also a possibility. Go Jim Bow the wings. On Pilots the hat? are before your time. No. Pilots are before my time. So, what do I know? Did you read Ball Four? I know you did. Yeah, of course I read Ball What'd Four. What would you think? Uh... It's dated. Yeah, I mean, that's an old reference. Could you please update the people for those who so don't know Ball, who... So Ball 4 is a book written by a guy named Jim Bouton yep. who pitched in the big leagues for the Yankees, went to the World Series, got released by them, caught on with a major league team called the Seattle Pilots that lasted one season. They were a one season, and he kept a diary of the season, turned it into a book called Ball 4, which at the time was terribly scandalous. I mean, blackballed is an understatement for what happened was to him from baseball. basically erased from the history of baseball for about 30 years. The yeah. Yankees finally brought him. But he told that guys were out chasing women, drinking, doing drugs, and, and all of the things that we all now just take for granted. Average, average that, day in a big league clubhouse. Right. It is so 
out of date, yet still pretty damn funny. Pretty good. He played a year for the Portland Mavericks, which is highlighted in the Battered Bastards of Baseball, my favorite baseball movie of all time, back when Bing Russell, dad of Kurt Russell, right. started a team in Portland. He His last actual stop in professional baseball was Portland. What do we want out of the All-Star game? Because like you and I are the wrong people to have this. Yeah. Because <laughs> you... You love I'm in for the way a dime. I'm in for a hundred dollars. I, I, yeah, I still nerd alert coming. Okay. Okay. One of my favorite, and they don't even do it anymore. One of my favorite things that they did was when they would line up on the foul lines, and you saw all those different uniforms. That was cool. What do you mean I, they don't do that anymore? They don't do that anymore. They have uniforms what? for the All Star game. What do you mean? What, when was the last time you watched an All Star game? I bro? guess it's been longer <laughs> yeah. than I thought it Goodness was. Gracious. I thought they did the lineup thing. No, still. they do they, it. They line them up, but they're all wearing the same uniform. I so see what you're I can saying. tell okay. you, and I can tell you the evolution of this. So where it went from was guys would wear their own jerseys, two guys would wear the same jerseys, two guys would wear the same jerseys, even in the home run derby. Yeah. They have since come back from that. So you wear your own jerseys in the home run derby, but you still have uniforms in but the All-Star game. All-Star uniforms. Johnny All-Star Bench game. next to Steve Garvey, yep. next to Reggie Jackson, next to George Brett. Next to, it just, it, it Iconic. Super fun. I get it. I'm a dork. All those things. Iconic. The game itself now, I, I was reading it this morning. I think there's 42 guys that are going to be on the All-Star team this year that are either first or second timers. Okay, it's a lot of That's a lot. Guys. It's a ton. In Denver, there were 34, I There's, think. I, yeah. I want, I'm going by memory, but it, right, it, was, sure. it jumped out at me as a super high number. So you're not getting Clayton Kershaw going at Otani a couple times. No. You're not, not getting happening. it. With the introduction of interleague play 25 years ago, the specialness of Trout facing Clayton Kershaw is gone. Yeah. They face each other all the time. What do we want? I, I still love it because I'm a baseball person, yeah. but – what does the average guy get out of the All Star? I get why people are like this is stupid. I get it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I go now all the time, so like it's hard for me to gauge because being there is the draw. You sure. know what I'm saying? Just being in the building and seeing all of the dudes. And I know that sounds like kind of a thing, but you know, you work hard for it, and maybe you get a little payoff on something that's actually your job. That's one of that's it's a bonus. I like being there because I I the other thing too but before is, it was a like it was a good baseball. It game. was a good the baseball guys game. Would play seven or eight innings. Now you might get one or two. You get one at bat, and you come out. It's just it's more of a it's celebration a, of a each dude. Deal. It's more of a celebration of each dude than it is anything else. You know, a guy has a good season in his hometown or his fan base gets to celebrate him in that moment. It's much more of that because of the way also the internet has changed things. You know what I'm saying? It's not just that the baseball is something that changes in terms of the competition. You can see anybody all the time now. The highlights are everywhere. It's not like, okay, sure, you might not have seen an interleague matchup, but you also weren't going to see the guy play at all unless he came to your town. You know, now it's like, okay, they might not face each other, but you at least know who they are for the most part if you're a big baseball fan. I'm looking forward to it. Seattle's such a great sports town, yep. and Griffey being back there, yep. that all plays into it for me. It's a year-to-year story what the draw, what the draw is, and this year, it's the kid. Like, the NBA All-Star game for a long time, so like, this is silly. Like this is this this is, it doesn't even that is something I could do without a, a yeah. basketball. It doesn't even resemble a basketball no. game. This is really silly. This is kind of trending in that direction. And it kind of bumps me, and it's not even trending. It yeah, is it, there. Pete Alonso's back in the uh, home run derby. Nobody cares. Vladdy. Nobody, nobody cares. cares more. Nobody more. ever has or ever will. <laughs> Mets fans' biggest the, the the Super Bowl every year for Mets fans is Pete Alonso in the daggone home run derby. Mookie gonna stinks. do all right. I think Adley Rushman's gonna win this thing. Catcher for the O's. Why him? He is a hoss, and I think he's one of those guys that is not going to be worried about getting some repeatability element in his swing. He's just going to try as hard as he can, and he's 
power hitter. Well, I remember seeing Julio Rodriguez last year. J-Rod is also Whoa. a very strong favorite. And he's at home. Yeah, that's he a He might factor, be a little extra motivated. There's also a little pressure with that, though. There's so, true. a lot you know, of pressure yeah, with that. Exactly. It's going to be Alonzo. It's always Alonzo, right? Lakers make some moves. They made the right moves. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes building or bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Just got a text from uh, Mace. He's going to put himself in the DH position this year. Okay. What do we make of that? I don't, I don't recall him hitting the ball out of the infield. <laughs> I mean, why, I'm not even being funny. That's why I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not even being funny. Did I? I mean, did do I? Do I? And I don't just mean like on the ground. Like, did he make? Did he get on base? I don't remember. Sans error. I remember that Beto hit a home run. I hit a home run. Burke hit a home run. Right. And then Beto, I think, hit a second one to win the game. Ben, yeah, Beto hit Be- two. Beto and I and Burke went back to back to back. Right. But homers aside, I'm saying there were base hits but, in the game. But like, there were. But the final score was something like eight to seven. Or right. it wasn't. There weren't a ton of runs. Is my point. No, which there means weren't. There weren't I scored a lot half of the runs on our team. Yeah, that's on, true. There, there weren't a lot of people on base. <laughs> now that I think about that, I was the only one that got on base and scored all those runs. That wasn't a home Did run you hitter. Keep score or you have a very comprehensive because I remember that was this. one of the worst things that I did is that I didn't get the ball in the air, but I got on base four times and I scored every single time because everybody hit a homer behind me. That's all I did, and so Not everybody, Kirk, Kirk, right? <laughs> well, pardon me. Every time it was hit behind me, and so the reason I'm thinking about that is because I remember. Oh man, I, Greg got on base. Greg hit the ball. Greg got a base hit. Corporate Greg. Corporate Greg okay. got a base hit. 
Um, Briones got a base hit, and so did Ruiz. But they were all sort of singles. But I don't remember Mace. They're table setters. Get it? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know, that, you need the runs. I don't remember Mace hitting the ball. And I'm just trying to remember, trying to figure out, is that actually the best position for him besides, say, I don't know, somewhere else. Who's our center precautionary for Mace? So you, yeah. look, you look at our roster, Mace, Sedano, myself, Ron Mitchell, Justin Schafflander, the big CY, I think Momo, S- Sedano plays second S- base. No, I think Sedano plays third. And where's Momo play? I think Andy Kamenitsky plays second. Momo plays um, Andy Kamenitsky plays center, and I think Momo plays second. second I think they're planning on putting Shafflander at third because he's got a cannon. I've I think the plans to put Sedano at second. Okay, but I mean, it, it is I mean, it's an old man softball game. The usage of a cannon at third base is probably not really that twenty five miles okay. per hour. Let, let, let's talk about this. Because yeah, let, I mean, I've been, I've been saying this forever. This is why Ramona Momo is completely undervalued. What you need, there are three elements you need in a softball game like this. You need to be able to throw it kind of, sort of, accurately. Yeah, accuracy she, is more important she, than cannon. She can. Right. You, If the ball's thrown to you, you need to be able to catch it? it. Yes. She can. <laughs> can you put the bat on the ball? She can. Okay. She's she's one of the few people that's three for three in these things. I, I get it. And that's why she's definitely – And now, uh, the fourth element here is do you know where to go where with to throw the ball? It. That is the number one thing for me because there's nothing I can't stand more than people throwing it in correct bases. So <laughs> – I think I, I think, like that you're approaching this like it's the CIF championship. No, no, not at all. Though that's the thing. If it was the CIF championship, I wouldn't have to say a word because everybody knows how to play baseball. You know what I mean? That's oh, my, you'd be surprised. That, that's my thing. If it was if it was an actual thing, I mean, whatever. That would totally change it. I don't know who can do what at this stage, but I do know that most of the people on our team, I feel like, know the game well enough that this is not really a huge issue. And like, I mean, what a cannon at third, great. But I don't think anybody don't, is ranging to their right to make some Manny Machado I'm just letting you know play. what their plan there's is. No, yeah, there's no point in that. I've heard. Let's assume that Mace is still listening for a second. Mason, can you catch both, and I mean that in both the position sense and in the literal sense, that if there's a play at the plate and we throw it to can him, can you, you catch, catch the ball? Yeah, I think, I think Emily's got to be our catcher. I think we may run into that problem, though. Really? I don't know if... if, if you or I turn around and have to and, throw, and have to actually have to bring cut it. one loose. Yeah. <laughs> I right. don't know if that's a great that's, plan. That's a good point. That's a good point because well, I don't want to bounce it and have it. Emily can catch nose. the ball. I I delivered a bad throw to Emily that she did not catch last year. I remember that it was a bang bang play, and I was trying to backhand it. I was stupid. Emily can catch the ball. I know that. Has she suffered any injuries on her vacation? Do that's an excellent question. But she did send me a picture of her at of all places. Coors Field. Oh, she go to a game? She went to a game, and I noticed one thing, and you are going to appreciate this a lot. She sends me a picture of her, of like her setup, setup. like, you know, the lines weren't on the field. And I was like, oh, you got She's there early. early. You're watching BP. I was impressed. She was like, yeah, I get to the park at this hour. I was like... Okay, I was I did not know that that was that's like a old school. I mean, you know, it is. That's a thing that if you it cover is. or really like baseball, you're getting to the ballpark when the gates open, so you can see, see them some do that stuff. That's really stupid. Exactly, you're gonna see. I'll, remember, Javi Lopez caught for the Braves. Of course. Okay, I went to he wore number eight. He wore number eight at a Dodger game. They're playing in Atlanta, and he in Dodger Stadium. People know this. Those two giant posts with the big speakers on them yeah. sitting center in field. center field, right? He hit one off the top of the speaker <laughs> oh my God. during batting practice. Now I get it, it's batting practice. They're laying it in there. That's 500 feet away from home plate if it's right. an inch. Right. And it hit the top of the speaker. Oof. You can only see those yeah. things. You're not seeing that in the, in the middle of a game. So, no, Emily's – we do not know – I do not know, rather, if she has sustained any injuries. I think we'll be fine. We've got to figure out catcher and center field. These are the things. We need to have like a – 
an organizational meeting. We need to. We That's need what Mace to, is here for. I, I, I mean, I think I think Cam in center. Mm, I think the gun is more useful. Schlafflinger's cannon, more useful in the outfield for what this game Could serves. Be. And he'll catch it, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he's more useful in the outfield for what this game serves than on the infield. All right, so the Lakers, relatively, relative, I should say, to what they've done over the last few years as far as star hunting, mm-hmm. pretty quiet in free agency. They re-signed their own guys, Hachimura, three for 51, D'Angelo Russell, two for 37, which, by the way, way under the $30 million or so he was expecting uh, maybe going into that trade. Austin Reeves, four years, $56 million. And then their free agent acquisitions, three years, $33 million for Gabe Vincent, one year, four and a half for Torian Prince, Jackson Hayes, two years, four and a half, uh, and then Cam Reddish, two years, veterans minimum. None of those other than maybe the Austin Reeves one and, and Hachimura, who people were very excited about, is, hey, we got who? Yeah. Oh, awesome. It's very middle of the road, very build an organization, very don't mess with what works, and I love it. I, I would say absolutely love it. no eyebrows raised in either direction, yeah. and that's a good thing. You know, none of the, uh, what, who? Because there have been a couple of those. Couple of those this offseason, Houston Rockets. I'm talking to you, and also none of those where you're what like, "What the hell are they?" Doing? I, I don't know. Unserious organization, completely unserious organization. You know, I don't even know. But what I'm saying is that, like, if no eyebrows are raised, even if for good reasons, you know, you're not like going crazy over, "Wow, look who's coming," or you're just also not like, mm-hmm. "That's a good thing." Very, very good thing. They have a team that makes sense. Yeah. And for the first time in a long time, they had a team that made sense that they didn't say, well, what if we there, – there was none of that. Oh. Right? Because oh. go, go back to the championship game – or the championship team they had in the bubble. Yeah. It's LeBron. It's AD. It's KCP. It's Caruso. It's Danny Green. It's it's JaVale McGee. It's it's Dwight Howard. I'm probably forgetting. Rondo. Right? So Keith, too. Yeah. Keith, you've got these guys that make a lot of sense, and it's like, okay, well, as long as we have AD and LeBron, we'll, we'll figure all the rest out. And they were chasing it every season after that. This is the first time where, at the deadline, they made moves that made sense to form a team. So you don't want to blow. You don't. You want to blow it up for Dame. I mean, you were talking big stuff. I love Dame. Dame. I love Dame, but that's not what they need, (laughs) right? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you could find a way to get Dame in, I would love it. Yeah. But what you would have to do to get Dame in is start doing crazy stuff, is and crazy stuff doesn't work. I was really just transitioning so that. Tyler could play his sound of how things are going in Portland. What did I miss? Apparently, Portland is beside themselves about what could possibly happen with Dame leaving. Let's hear it. But, yeah, I just, dude, I don't know. This is a guy talking to a guy at a Starbucks I don't know if I can be a Blazer fan. Are they cooking something up? Like, is there any chance that they figure something out and Dame has to Good therapy session. Is anyone behind you? There is one person behind me. Okay. Well, then I'll take your order. He goes, is there anybody behind you? <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's that terrific. That is a very Yatesian conversation. That's the kind of stuff that happens to me all the time. All, all the time. Where guys would be like, all right, well, and they'll just unload. And I don't have a problem with it at all. This is part of the fun part. But that dude, I've never had it happen to me like that. Where somebody just poured their soul out on the job, regardless of what was happening around them. All right, I'll take your order. <laughs> like, and this was just 
into the speaker box. Right. Like, yeah. The guy can't see him. And I'm hey, like, man. how did this come up? I think he. I, I'm guessing what happened was there was a bumper sticker or something, or maybe the guy was wearing a jersey and he could see them through the camera and therefore brought it up. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's the only reason that yeah, that would even guess. happen. But like that was. I mean, I could feel that. Or Plan B. Therapy's expensive, I mean, right? <laughs> and so you 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 see somebody that maybe has the jersey. Yeah. You're like, look, man, I'm just gonna empty myself. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna spill my guts and I'm gonna unburden myself. And like, look, no matter what, when you talk, you feel better. That's true. It's hard to get started, but once you get started, you feel better. I'm saying I've been there where that guy who when he asks him, is there anybody behind you? And he just kind of goes. Yeah, there's one car. Like I, I would listen, but I really kind of got to. All go. right, I'll you just take your order then. <laughs> like, that was man. That was tough. <laughs> this probably doesn't come as a huge surprise to you. What's that? If I were so, just so I have it in my head right, the employee of Starbucks is unburdening himself. Correct to the on the yes. customer who okay. cannot see him. If I who was looking customer, at the menu, it would be a um. Yeah, dude, I don't <laughs> care. I need a venti iced coffee, no sugar. That's <laughs> yesterday. It. Yeah, like <laughs> that. Go, that's great. Man. There is somebody behind me. You can unburden yourself to him with this. That's the difference between you and me, man. Alas, <laughs> I just I don't I don't, don't have time. Don't have time. Don't Very funny. I love that clip. I Which, love that clip. Why? Why? Because not, not, not why do you like, but just wait till you go, call your friend, nah, call your man. wife or your sister, or your brother, your dad, your grandpa, like unburden yourself to somebody that's invested in this with you. Feel free to unburden yourselves on your boy. Give if you out your cell phone public. on the air. No, man. not doing that. <laughs> Trust me. How I see no. this is, I don't, I don't believe you anymore. If, if you really you want to, okay, you know, see, you got to, uh, you know, if you really want to go, just take a walk with me somewhere. <laughs> One of these days after the show, oh, we're just going to take boy. a walk to the local establishment. Oh, boy. See what happens. See what happens. We'll have to we'll have, we'll have to, to wear do that disguise. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> no, but he I, will be changing his attire. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Well, no TV today, so there's no need to do that. So YouTube, it's a little different, but I don't mind. Unburden yourself. That, that that red sweatshirt's a very look at me color. It is. It's there's a little bit of a look at me, but I'm kind of a you know. Your television's Clinton. People have been looking at me for a long time, Playboy. <laughs> the era of transfer portal basketball is open. Do we like it? I don't. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I've been hearing that Twitter is going to be dead for quite some time. <laughs> Something happened this weekend? So, as, as you know, we take a lot of questions from the bird, as we like to call it in the streets. The, you know, this is, is they're calling it in the streets. <laughs> We get a lot of content. That and the talk, from, exactly. We get a we get a you lot of the content. Bird or you on the talk, the bird talk, talk bird. 
bird talk is probably how you would refer to it, as in people on talk talking about the bird. Anyway, um, we get a lot of content and feedback from listeners sure. and viewers on uh, Twitter. If we had been doing this show two days ago, that wouldn't have been an option. There was a situation that unfolded in which for whatever reason, and these reasons are well beyond not my understanding, but how I feel like I want to explain on air. Basically, Twitter didn't pay a bill, and you could not look at tweets beyond like the first allegedly 600 that showed up on your feed, but you'd be surprised how quickly you scroll to read 600. So, uh, okay, go on. And then all of a sudden, it was just deadlocked. You couldn't check your replies. You couldn't, you couldn't really tweet. Your rate limit had been exceeded that's what it said on everybody's thing and it was just like that for two whole days sitting there it was unbelievable i was like yo this thing might actually be dead am i wrong did you guys did you guys yeah, not no, did this not affect your lives it entirely affected like, and I, I might and be at also a, asked right that. i might be at a point where you know look as much as i love interacting on the shows and with the listeners on the bird the generalized idea of like public thought if the daggone thing that we all do this on just doesn't even work, bro, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Okay. I don't know anything about anything. Okay? L- literally. Imagine if even more so than normally, you tweeted and nobody saw it. Right. And that's just it. Like, not even didn't okay. reply, not didn't RT it, just didn't that. see it, and you couldn't see anybody else's either. I get Why that. would you ever be there? Your Bridge brings me to my question slash point. There are a lot of smart people out there, <laughs> right? Why doesn't somebody go, this, this, I almost, I almost did it for the second time I almost in my cussed life. Today, yeah. I almost did it. I almost did the <laughs> S-bomb right there. This stuff doesn't work anymore. I'm a programmer at Apple or Google. What are we waiting for? Instagram. Like what? This doesn't seem like it'd be super, other than to get everybody to move over, which would be the complicated part, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But why doesn't somebody just come up with another one of these things that works the same way? Like- Reels on Instagram kind of wiped out Snapchat. There's a little bit of a critical mass element to it, and there's also just I, I it's just it's habit, little, not too big to inertia. fail, but inertia is an element. And also, the main problem is that Twitter wasn't exactly a big money maker; it was just really popular, and that's the thing. It was just free, and everybody liked it. It's hard to replace something like that. The analogy I used is: imagine if you went to the park to watch your son play ball. You go to take a drink at the fountain, and you got to pay a buck every time. You're never drinking there again. Not because you love water but, but, at the fountain to, so to much. To your point, though, is just, I would start bringing my own. Exactly. But you would then have your own water. But if the water fountain was the most popular thing at the park, then you've got a problem or whatever it may be. Like, that's not the best analogy in the world. But just in terms of availability and what your thought is, it so was really weird. did you go really to a weird. cold sweat? Did your hands no, get clean? I, like, I, I, have been, I have been removing myself from said operation for some while. I was actually- Where are you going? Very okay. Again- no, I'm really asking. The talk. Um, a lot of <laughs> I thought you were setting me up. No, I a wasn't. lot of people were really hand wringing over this, like because some people's actual jobs depend on that site, legitimately. And it was like it was one of the first times that I feel like I've saw something digitally. I'm not gonna say since Y2K. It wasn't quite that, but there's a level of panic digitally about what is the future of this site. That's pretty real. Tyler, am I wrong here? You're not wrong, man. You are not wrong. People were genuinely fearful. And I think, Travis, just to go back to your point about why doesn't somebody else try and do this, I think there are other people are trying platform there's a blue sky i don't know if you heard of it yeah, i'm sure you have I've heard of blue sky it's basically a, a transition away from twitter that's a lot like twitter but the problem is is that we're creatures of habit 
And so we're having a really difficult time always with something like this transitioning away. I saw a tweet from my homegirl, Kennedy, who covers the she covers the Texas Rangers, MLB.com. She said she's a young person. She said legitimately, what did y'all do when you covered games outside of being on Twitter as well? Like you just sat there and watched the game? Like you didn't have any other information? You would write a story at the no, end well, of the game. She, which she still does. Right. You know what I mean? But like her point was like, this is such a value add, even for people who do the job, that it was like, and, and that, and it was like legitimately like, whoa, like I'm, li- you feel like you've lost something that was actually helpful. Not everybody was on there just smoking and joking. The, you know the what I mean? highlight portion of it is interesting. Like when you're, you're staring at your phone and you get the notification that something cool happened Boom. over here. I do like that. Right. I do like that. But the constant stream of, of nonsense. Updates, no, I don't and, need that. I'm not that. even talking like. I had a sandwich for. I'm talking about. Uh, they just removed this picture for that. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> sure. Or right? or training camp updates on routes that guys are running when they're at like Irvine or whatever. <laughs> killing the nine <laughs> route. Absolutely. <laughs> Tutu Atwell has been killing the nine. Don't need that. But right? the general idea that all of a sudden this thing that we all came to uh, together to be on to talk to each other just went away. Low key panic. It was it was an interesting weekend in these bird streets. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with things to make Travis laugh streets. now. I'm just trying to come up with different <laughs> slangs for Twitter to make Travis laugh. It was weird. Just, you should be writing these down. So I know. Well, you well know. I'm going to be on the talk. The talk? The talk. The talk. The T, not, not T-A-L-K. No. T-O-K, not right? Talk. I'll the be talk. on the talk. Right. Uh, never. Never. <laughs> I could get into all of my theories as to why TikTok is a different and necessary thing versus Twitter because that's another story. But yeah, man, I just need you to know. If, we, if, you, are, if you do... You might want to find callers are going to be more required for the ass sleaze going forward if Twitter is continuing in this direction. What to your? I thought initially it was they were limiting the sender to three hundred. Everybody, or what it is? Everybody yeah, was no, banged out because most of the tweets are what a sentence or two long. Again, no, it wasn't characters within the tweet. It was the number you could look at. So you'd scroll once, you'd look at five hundred because hello, you scroll, boom, day over. Old man, especially alert if you're on here. an iPad. Forget yeah, about it. right. Not just on uh, the Twitter factor, but. <laughs> The Damian Lillard. I, I like Damian Lillard. I think whoever gets him will be a much better team than they were prior to getting him. What I don't like is that every guy that's got a deal with a team, whether there's one year left on the deal, whether there's two or five or whatever, the second that the ink is dry on the contract, if they don't like what's happening with their squad, they can blow it up. They can say, "Get me out of here." I would, I, and I'm I'm pro player. If you said to me, "Are you on management?" I'm on the player side. I like them making all the money. I like them having a voice at the table on how their teams are constructed. What I don't like is one year into a five-year deal, somebody says, yeah, you know, you're not really showing me anything. I want to get the hell out of here. I don't like it. There has to be some investment on your – if I'm the owner and you're the player and I'm giving you a five-year, $100 million deal, if at the end of the first year you don't like it, it's like we have to do this together. You have to stay here and help me try to do this. If you give me four of the five years and I can't get my you-know-what together mm-hmm. and you want out, that that makes sense to me. But right away, every single season, somebody it seems like, whether it's Kevin Durant or whether it's James Harden, and Lillard's not a great example because he's been there a long time. Lillard falls more into the category of the ones that I can kind of get mm-hmm. with. But every single year, just new guys on new teams despite long-term deals. I will tell you this, and I didn't think about this earlier. One thing that changes this element, too, is that you're operating on the premise that owners want to win. Owners these days are not as concerned about winning. But if you're signing James Harden to a contract, don't you want to win? As they are about putting butts in the seats, maybe. But like as they are about putting butts in the seats, and oftentimes – 
because these guys who buy these teams now, they're not the same humans that invested in whatever, whatever. They're not everybody is a Dr. Buss who leveraged everything to get a squad that was the only thing he cared about. They are playthings for billionaires. And so the idea that a guy wants to go somewhere else, like, all right, you know, I don't even want the headache. Both things have changed in terms of both sides of that equation, and I don't think it's made it better for fans. Now, some that's, fans and, and, who like chaos, sure, but there's been a lot of things that have changed in those 20 that's years. That's where I'm coming from, though, yeah. Clinton, is as a fan of sports, and basketball is the worst example of this. this mm. A ton of this doesn't happen in the NFL. No. It doesn't happen in Major League. I mean, but guys move, but guys they, move they because move, you struct- They move, but they move on a much more predictable pattern, right. Right? right? It's not Aaron Donald doesn't sign a new five-year deal, and the Rams go 5-12. and 12. He's like, get me the hell out of here. It, do- it doesn't work like that in football and baseball. Just as a fan, I like knowing that Magic Johnson was going to be here for a long time. Yeah. And I know that he got a point where he was going to ask for a trade. I know that this goes back Kobe a long time. Kobe asked to be traded to the Clippers. Yes, but yes. But there was also one of this, we'll figure it out. Right. We'll, we'll make it work. Not, I literally want out of here the way James Harden's asked for a trade three different times in his career. It's not great. But again, the Lakers are probably the worst possible example to compare this to because they actually have had a f- literal family that's owned the team the entire time. Do you which, like what they did in the last weekend? I think that it's what I've been asking for. Whether or not I like it depends on the success. Because I've said all along, run your franchise like the modern NBA works. It works. Look at the teams that win. Or do you want to be the Lakers in the context of, oh, nah, we just get who we want. We just pluck them out of the sky and we're going to be good. Or do you want to be the Lakers in the context of a consistently competitive team? Those two things over the last 20 years have changed in terms of how you do them. I think they're finally getting towards the point where it's not about like being like everybody else. It's about doing the smartest thing for the talent available versus the competition you have, and they're closer to that. They're, they're kind of a hybrid, yeah. right? Because they, for going back to the beginning of time, they've always been able to go find the big name. You got Will Chamberlain, you get Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you get Shaquille O'Neal, you get Pau Gasol. Like pick people, Magic. LeBron yeah. James. And, yeah. and But they also draft Magic Johnson. They right. draft James Worthy. They find the Michael Coopers and the Derek Fishers and all the and, – and not the big name, but a Rick Fox or, or a Robert Ori. They, Perfect they, example. They kind of put these guys into the right positions to do it as opposed to – Hey, Russell Westbrook's a really big name. Just put those three guys together, and who gives a damn what the other 12 guys on the team are? Right. This is more of a hybrid of the two. It's the first time in three years I've been really excited about not only where they are, but the forks in the road, they're all appealing. Are you so excited you're going to uh, watch Summer League? I'll watch Summer League to see a thing or two, but I'm not watching I'm, Summer I'm League. Messing around. No, no, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like I will watch I want to watch Wenmen Yama. I, I might it's like I, yeah, what I'm okay, saying is that this I might be watching Summer League. Like I need to see what's going on with some of these draft picks. These young guys that are getting in the league now, what what are we looking at? Are you a college basketball guy at all? Not remotely. Not nor am I. You could tell me ten college basketball players, and if eight of them were made up, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, you know I stopped I mean? liking and, college basketball after I basically got out of college. But but my point is, yeah. is that this summer league, other than when Benyama scoot, you know, one or two other guys, maybe not even one or two other guys. My, there's a couple of guys I know after that, like the Hood Shafino. All I'm saying is good the Lakers yeah. are a team in summer league that as likely as any franchise to come up with a guy out of that that might actually contribute to the team. That's what my point is. They they, they tend to do that. That that This has happened before. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an accident, you need to know that not all personal injury attorneys are created the same. Sweet James has been awarded Best Attorneys in America in Personal Injury. 
It's what they do. It's all they do. They don't put their own time, energy, resources, expertise into strengthening your case so they can win your case. And that success is driven by their passion to help their clients. And so where's the passion come from? Sweet James used to work for the insurance companies, saw how the insurance companies treated their customers and said, no, that's not how that's supposed to go. Do not take on the insurance companies by yourself. You're going to need someone to advocate for you, not get it done on their end, but for you. And that's why you call Sweet James Accident Attorneys, because the law firm you choose absolutely matters. You want experience nearly 20 years, a winning record helping injured victims get the medical care they needed with life-changing settlements. Life-changing settlements, over a billion dollars collected in that period of time. That's what we're talking about with an injured record. So if you're hurt, car, truck, motorcycle accident, dog bite, whatever it may be, call Sweet James, 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-9-MILLION, 1-800-900-0000 and SweetJames.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Time for everything we haven't gotten to today. Yes, it's time for the dump. All right, happy birthday. Happy 61st birthday to none other than Tom Cruise. Really? Tom Cruise, 61 years old. He's got a movie coming out, too. Mission Impossible 9 or 10 or whatever. Right. Number Mission it Impossible, is. Dark Thunder. I, I just, think they've it, actually given up the number. I can just make is it. Just I, yeah, Mission I, yeah Impossible? I, I was going to say, I don't think the numbers are even an element. Like the final countdown or something. Right. It's not like Fast and Furious that they keep naming or Which, numbering. Okay, we're not going to, listen, we're not going to knock the Fast I'm and not the Furious I'm just saying they franchise. Keep the, they keep the number lifestyle. in it. Okay. You know who's a low, uh, genius a, move, by the way? Speaking of low key on God, <laughs> no cap. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's a win susan rogers the lovely susan rogers low-key on god no cap fast and furious fan good loves she knows what great american entertainment looks like they asked them why do they keep making these movies because people people keep keep going watching them that's all the only reason you need favorite tom cruise movie Favorite Tom Cruise Your favorite, movie. not necessarily the, but your favorite. Probably A Few Good Men, where he walks around the Capitol Hill uh, row house with a baseball bat because it's his thinking piece. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. Not bad. Jerry Maguire for me. Jerry Maguire's pretty good. Not yeah. a fan of that movie. What? Why not? Just, it's a chick flick that yeah. dressed up as a sports it's okay. movie. okay. Didn't like it. I just don't think it's that funny. It's not meant to be that funny, is it? What's it's it supposed like, to be? It's like you said. It's supposed to be about the love story between I him guess, and I the guess girl. I like a, a lot more comedy in my rom-coms. 
I need rom-coms to be genuinely funny. That movie's not that funny. The only funny scene is when Rod, is it Rod or Rob Tidwell? Rod, Rod I think. Tidwell. I think it's a D, yeah. When he's with Roy Firestone and he's trying to make him cry. That, that right. was, and then, you had Firestone. to be a deep was, sports center slash ESPN watcher to get that reference. I, I mean, I wonder what percentage of the listenership knows who Roy Firestone is at this point. That's yeah, probably 50-50, but yeah. Give me Top Gun. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it, it's iconic, it's predictable, and it's awesome. And I feel it, like that movie... Uh, maybe this is because I'm not in the Top Gun rut, but like I feel like that movie is bigger than Tom Cruise. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like when I, yeah, but it's a definitively a Tom. I Cruise get that, movie. but like now that I, I I see that, but because of who Tom Cruise is, I don't know. Maybe that's just because I don't care about Top Gun. But that's not the first movie I think about when I think about Tom Cruise. Not remotely. I'd probably think about Mission Impossible first. Were you not a Top Gun fan? Not really. I mean, you know, well, we've been over this a million times. What's the like? There's one black guy in Top, in Top Gun. His name is Sundown. Like, bro, they on. had another one in not, the new not, one. Not a good start. Uh, right. They had another guy. I forget his name. That's two. It wasn't Sundown. <laughs> I hope it's something better than that. All right, because Sundown ain't a good one. Just and in case you're wondering. Sunshine, and, maybe? And what's it? Uh, Maverick didn't like Sundown. Remember, okay. they had a little pushing match. I'm sure, I'm sure Sundown didn't like him either. <laughs> if I meet a guy named Maverick and I'm in a place there anywhere where the word Sundown's getting used, yeah, we're out of there, buddy. Hey, Back to the Future came out in uh, 1985 today. Good okay, movie. solid movie. Yeah. Solid movie. I, uh, what's your, my favorite, my favorite actual film of the series in Back to the Future? The third, where they're in the so West. the Old West one? in the West. They yeah. take that train right into the time portal. Yeah. I think that's the best one. I like that My one favorite because one, Mary Steenburgen is in it. And yes, I like correct. Her. Okay, and she's she's good. But yeah, the first one is the the second one's just where second the one's dystopian st- future. Second one's the most popular one though because it had all the cool toys. It might have made the hoverboard the and all that. Yeah, but I don't know the one going back to the fifties. Elizabeth, no, Elizabeth Shue is in the second. She's one. in the first one. I think she's in both. I think yeah, no, she's in no, both. She's is not she in not? the first one. She's not. She's not. I, she's number one on the list. I'm very well. Yeah. Very well. She's been on my big board for many years as well. So I understand where you're getting at. Who she she ran. She, she she beat Miyagi and Daniel San's mom to him on the mat at the end of Karate Kid because she okay. cared the most. This, That's what Elizabeth Shue did. This bothers me a great deal. What you just said yes. is accurate. Then in the beginning of Karate Kid Two. They turn her in to be a monster where she just ditches Daniel because she goes to UCLA and meets a football player. I mean, she's if, either in or she's out. If the Gauchos had asked you to transfer from Santa Barbara to UCLA to pitch and they said, we'll throw in Elizabeth Shue in they the had their They had what, their chance. What, what would you have said? <laughs> right. Stop it. Come on. National Fried Clam Day. Yay or nay? Uh, I don't like clams fried. I like them sautéed. I like a clam, but I don't need the breading. They're good enough on their own. When I was a kid, I used to eat linguine and clam sauce lean cuisines all the time. Little did I know that was a real dish that when I grew up and could order as an adult, I would order all the time linguine and clams. Love it. Those, I think they're the razor ones, the strip yeah. ones. Those fried are pretty good. Yeah, those are not bad. You get to dip those in those a little are not like, bad. cocktail sauce or a little horseradish. It's I don't eat a lot of fried way. food. I'm, if it ain't chicken, I'm not eating a lot of fried food. What's the matter with you? I just, you know. Because you want to live healthy and live a long time? Or you don't Pretty like much, it? yeah. Pretty much. It's going to be the primary you're, reason he doesn't get hurt. At the yeah. Well, <laughs> so here's the thing, and, and this is probably just me being hopeful more than anything okay. else. I'm a big subscriber to the, you're going to get what you're going to get. Your, sure. your genes are going to sure, determine right. 98% of this stuff. Right. So I'm going to eat the fried Playing the numbers I'm going to eat those French fries okay. again. That's how okay. it's going to go. Uh, it's National Chocolate Wafer Day, like the little cookie kind of thing? Yeah. Why do we have a day for that? Don't ask me. 
It's a fantastic little treat. Is it? Is that I so? I think so. What do you eat with chocolate wafers? Uh, you can like dip them in coffee, although it's it's a risky play because You're dipping they coffee break it off. Be, it's Are you seventy five years old? It's a risky play. <laughs> Because they dissolve so quickly. Hold on, you're dunking things in your coffee. I mean, when I, I think of that, I think of like a, an old man with a rotary phone and a newspaper dunking things in the, coffee. The, That's the, wild. Sometimes with I'll the glass bowl of butterscotch yes. in my coffee. <laughs> right, Werther's Originals. Wafers <laughs> are dangerous though because they dissolve so quickly. That's true. Yeah, the composition of those is not great you know for what? those kind of things. I'm not when like if we're dipping like fried clams, you can sure. dip in a little coffee. But just generally dipping things into your beverage is a losing pro. I don't want to dip my donut. So no, you're, not no, doing fries. Fries. you're not doing fries. You're not doing fries and soda. Fries and soda. soda. That's an milkshake. old school like baseball. Camp I've heard move. the milkshake. Yeah. milkshake soda. Same yeah. difference at that point. I mean, you know, really? Yeah. So fr- fries with the milkshake at least it doesn't make I mean, it soggy it's, right it's, away. It's a, it's a similar vein of move. Things you get out of a fountain from a fast food restaurant. Okay. So in the grand scheme of things, today there's another national day going okay. on right now. It's National Air Conditioning Appreciation Day. Oh, in the grand the scheme invention of human of the, inventions, top it, one. It's not number close. one, right? Not close. Refriger- a- AC is a close second to, not even second. It's a cousin of the general concept of I don't know refrigeration, right. which has kept us alive from an eating standpoint for many centuries. Refrigeration. Top one AC derivative of you such. You can't. There's places where you simply couldn't live without. Phoenix is what, like the seventh or eighth biggest city in America now. Yeah, it's not happening. You can't Europe. live in Phoenix. If the, the, there's <laughs> no AC in Europe. Did well, you know that? It, it, yeah, yes, but, it's, but look how far north. Th- that's also is. a residential thing. You go into commercial businesses, people have AC. But what I'm saying is, the population would be halved if we did not. Like the global population. Why does Europe hate a nice time? Why can't they have a nice, chilled house? They care more What's about wrong? what things look like than rather what they feel like. Which is no. it, it, is, it is a top one development in the history of the world. Uh, it is National Eat Beans Day. I think we can skip that. Yeah, I, think I like can beans, skip that. but I don't feel like that's something I have to race out and observe. How do we get all these days now? Eat beans Everything day? has a day. I know, but I mean, like this is a lot for one National day. I guess clean your glasses I feel like day. the food days really, really line up in the summer. You know what I'm saying? Like because people, kids have it off, and so you but can. Like, somebody somewhere had a national enchilada day because the Mexican restaurants all got together and said, "Let's trick everybody into coming in tonight." I don't mind that. No, I don't mind that. But I just, chocolate wafer. Like, they if have a I lobby? can't, if I can't eat everything on the food day schedule at the same time on the same day, that feels weird to me. I'm with you on that. Let's okay. do a little super cross talk. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my god. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It belong it grows stronger. Super cross talk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super cross talk begins. Super cross talk presented by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. It's time for Super Cross Talk. Are we doing the woo woos? Oh yeah, I okay. Yeah, I have sure. a quick topic based on quick developments that just happened. AK just came in here and nearly spilled tea all over the entire but situation. Didn't. But didn't. But didn't. If I Mason believe, would have been here, he would have. Slee fried his laptop I, last week. Okay, so I believe I was listening last week when Slee fried his laptop, and then you insinuated that he should backdoor try to get a computer out of Ireland yeah. as a result oh, of I actually, Ireland. I, I was listening that day. Okay. I actually thought, Trav, that was a solid strategy. Yeah, right, right. Uh, where <laughs> are we on this is what I need no, to no, know. Because I dumped water on Sliwa once, and Slee could just say, hey, right. 
you that was the beginning of, of my computer getting fried. You owe me a computer. I, I do Would that. you have bought it? No, I wouldn't have given him a computer, but I would have, I would have admired the shot. hustle. Yeah. You know. But um speaking of which, okay, so I was listening on my right way. With those headphones over yeah, there. I just wrapped them up funny. Um I was listening on the way in. I gotta update you guys on your, your softball strategy, okay? Mason, Mason's softball strategy, yes. yes. Mason has to be the DH. And I'm not exaggerating okay. this. I would say this if Mace were here. He's the most physically uncoordinated person I, I know. I've never, ever seen anyone as unathletic as Steve Mason. I mean, right field is available. There's ample, <laughs> no, no. There's ample evidence to he support He cannot play theory. right field, Clinton. Okay. He will hurt himself Got if it. you put him in. You, and, you can't even make him play catcher. Hey, we don't, that was my suggestion. Right. No, no, you cannot put him in the field. If you go back, and all these things are on YouTube, all these things we're going to talk about. I've seen all of them, yes. When he shattered his foot, he said, we were in studio and there were these guys on these bicycles, BMX bikes, but the regular bicycles with the pedals. And they were jumping over, you know, like bars that were three feet in the air. And they were, you know, popping their wheels and jumping over yeah. them and riding through the studio. And Mason goes, well, that's not that hard. I can jump over that bar. And I literally said, as soon as I did, I go, huge mistake. Right. <laughs> he goes, I just watch this. Oh, he tried this on a bicycle? Google Steve Mason breaks his foot right now. Wow. So we're on Fox Sport Twist 2. Yeah. <laughs> Mason jumps over. He goes, oh, I've got Doc Martens. On. He cl cl clanks into the bar immediately. <laughs> he then says, I got Doc Martens on. If I take these off, I'll clear the bar easily. What? He then takes his Doc Martens off. And he tries to jump over the bar and shatters his heel. He now has eight screws and a plate in his foot. As Did a you result find of it? that f okay. foolishness. I'm, I'm watching it right now. I didn't know it was part of Fred and Rogan's sportscast. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it was on everybody's sportscast because the paramedics had to come. Oh, he, then, he then got a blood clot and almost died. He spent 10 days in the hospital. Deion Sanders situation. Yeah. So then, fast forward to the... Charity basketball game we played a few years ago. Andy, I think you were in this game. Oh, the mace plant is the, the most famous the thing. The fire department showed up to oh, help him? And and it was... Ray Allen was in studio that day. He got game, was out that week. And Ray <laughs> Allen and I looked at him and goes, you're fine. We just You just sprained your ankle. And he shattered his ankle in like 13 places. Okay, so the mace plant is obviously the, most, now, the, the second mace, most famous. The mace plant is, if you watch it, <laughs> I've never, ever seen anybody fall... Think about this. Face first forward when that happened i like actually any normal person would put your hands down put your hands down right. put your elbow down roll into a ball he falls flat on his face okay but all of this all of this notwithstanding respectfully why is he playing like and and I don't mean that in a in a like a mean way. I mean like I'm not trying to be a part a of him. Of people watching him hurting himself again. <laughs> uh, I no. Here's I what I would steal, take. I will steal a line a from Andy Mason if he, that he would use if he was here. He would say, "If there is a spotlight anywhere, I want to be in it." Okay, I would give so him that, a that, microphone. That, that, at his, at his, at his not, of his that's own not phone. enough for him. But what I'm saying is this. I, I mean, like, okay, so let's take it back to the old rock and jock days. The managers were mic'd up. You could hear them the whole game. And that was half of the deal. Like, what ha I First of all, I would love to do that, sidebar. That would be a really fun operation. Rock here. and jock? Rock and jock types. No, I just mean, like, if we did it where we're oh. like, we got people that are talking throughout the game, like, on the field and stuff, that would be like, fun to like do. Like when Sedano was playing pickleball yes, while calling that, the game. That, to me, is a great place for Mason that he doesn't come back out of here with another hospital bill, man. No, well, that's why he's DHing. Okay, but By the that way, doesn't. If he hits the ball, he might not run. That's what I'm saying. 
That's how you get hurt. Yeah. You trip over yourself uh, trying to run. So one year, there's this thing oh. at USC. They still do it. Now I'm worried. Called Swim with Mike. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a, a swimmer at USC years ago mm-hmm. was paralyzed. So they, they do a swim meet to raise money for people with injuries, with, with paralysis. And so the USC song girls come out and jump in the pool. The football team swims in a race. And so they called and said, would you two race against each other, Mason against Ireland? And I thought to myself, all right, how can Mason get hurt? In a he race. could drown, <laughs> and and then yeah. he, so Mason, Bro. of course, because that's a spotlight, says, "Oh, we're doing it. We're in. I'll do it." And I'm like, "Oh dear God, this this is not going to be good." And I'm thinking, should I tank the race? I mean, he uh, he he may drown. Like he may. I, I he goes, "No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm going to practice. I'm going to swim." So Francisco <laughs> Pinto, our Spanish language natural, his wife Rachel is like a professional swimmer. Okay. So I called her and I said, Rachel, I got to be in this race. I just want you to teach me some basic, you Strokes. know, stuff. And she kick goes, turns. yeah, literally. She taught me a kick turn. She taught me, she goes, okay, and it, if the race is close, reach as far, you know, she taught me how to reach super far. And so the race starts <laughs> and it's down and back in the USC is Olympic 50 pool. 25 or 50? I think it was 50. Okay. I think it was 25 each way. It's a way. long swim. Yeah. Oh, so 50 total. We, okay. We, yeah, jump, yeah. we jump in. First of all, the, the thing that was awesome was Mason showed up in a Rodney Dangerfield bathing suit. Oh, the shoulder. tank top <laughs> and, the, and the tight shorts. <laughs> and, and so we jump in the water. And I realized, you ever seen somebody that's just learning how to swim? And they're flailing in the water, but they're not they're moving. They're not going anywhere. I look at Mason, and it's like, oh, God. He didn't. He didn't practice Does at he all. Not know or how he to can't, swim? I don't know. But so I'm so far ahead of him, Trav, in the first <laughs> thing that I start doing backstrokes, <laughs> swimming around, like doing, and I'm looking, I go, oh God, this is gonna go on all day. So I go down, I kick turn on the wall, swim back, and I pass. He's still coming this way, his first 25, <laughs> when I pass him on the second 25. So the guy the idea, that- Clinton, that you that you would think about putting Mason in the field at any position for any reason is a, I can't tell you how horrible. Right. But I, I, I honestly, and this is an honest thing. A trap like swinging the bat is the most likely place you're going to get injured on a baseball field well, or then, on a softball. Then field. he's getting injured. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you, if you don't Ooh. know what you're doing, you drop yourself on a balance thing. Okay. You hit yourself with a ball. These things happen. So you can I'm, swing a, you could swing, get, you could hurt yourself swinging a bat. If you're swinging really hard and you miss. Right. Right. But, <laughs> That's that. The idea of getting hit in the face with a ball would be worse. The oh idea yeah, infield be, is out. The, the infield is. What's out. that line that uh, Chris Pratt uses in Moneyball? Uh, D- David Justice difficult. goes. It's incredibly. Yeah, difficult. no, but David Justice goes. Uh, hey, Hattie, what's your biggest fear? And he goes, the ball being hit in my general direction. <laughs> right. Yeah. This, this is a sign of waiver situation. So why not right field? No. Again. Horrible idea. <laughs> I don't think so, man. This is going to be tough. By the way, it, and, and the other team will figure out very early if you put Mason in right. Nobody on either of these teams I are going to the ball somewhere There's no purpose. kind of boutique hitting yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. No kind. Let's keep context of who all of us are. That's what like, I keep saying. The yeah. idea of like, oh, someone's going to put on the shift, but then no, they're going to counter the shift by I, hitting that, right. Like, That's not it. happening. Stop I just it. feel like, man. I'm con- concerned, for lack of a better All term. Right. So let me – I didn't – Clint, I didn't know you were going to be here today. And, Trav, yeah. you're a big baseball guy. So I'm interested in all three of you how you would resolve this. I was listening to an interview with Tim Kirkchen. I brought this up on Friday. He should be the umpire. Anyway. And uh, Kirkchen said, the dilemma currently facing the Angels 
with Shohei Otani is the most interesting and difficult question to answer in his baseball career. Hmm. This is Kirkshin, who said it's his, 40 years. Yeah, his entire life baseball. He said, if you're the Angels, you cannot, under any condition, trade Shohei Otani when he's playing like this. He's too good. If you're the Angels, you absolutely cannot let him walk away for nothing. <laughs> and those are two obviously mm. conflicting ideas. Clinton, how would you handle Timmy and I disagree on that. The idea of walking away for nothing when they're playing this well does not they're end not up the same way. They're, they're out of the playoffs right now. Again, by playing this well, I mean people care about looking at you. And even if you're going in the wrong way, you are within a shot. What I'm saying is the product that you get still has to count for something. I don't think that you can't give him up for nothing thing is a thing if he has the most magical season we've all seen. That That's what I'm saying. It, it sucks, and it might not be ideal, but I don't actually think those two things are as diametrically opposed as some other people So. Do. I want to go back to something you were talking about with the NBA a second yeah. ago. And we were talking about, you know, building team, big, trading for guys that are at the beginning of long-term deals because right. they want out. And and Yates's point was, you know, not all these guys are in this to win, right? That they're in it for other reasons, right. make money, put butts in seats. Fine. Is that not the question that Artie Moreno is asking himself? Because you're right. This may be the greatest baseball season Ever and you would and like he may be the greatest baseball player right ever he is I, and that's, I, I you just gotta he is you've got to take one but, or the other but if if you just want to have the greatest season in the history and you want that guy wearing your uniform cool then you got to keep him it's 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 easy as that if you're trying to build an organization to compete for World Series you got to flip him and they should have flipped him a year ago right what they should have done is traded him about this time last year they would have gotten a much bigger haul because like John said. They've lost four of their last five. They've lost like 11 of 15. They're going the wrong way. Okay. They're short on a lot of these things. So what is not guaranteed to happen, but most likely to happen, the deeper into the season you go, the more they fade. Then you're going to get in the middle of August and September, and they are out of it, and you are going to get nothing. And what, Clinton, <sighs> let, me, let me ask you this. If you were the GM, if you're Perry Manazian, the GM and the yeah. Angels, and on July 30th, you're 10 games out, there's no player. There's no five players. There's no ten players that are worth the Otani experience if I'm counting the gate at Angel Stadium. For that, another they're, they're just, 30 games? So they're just aren't. They're just aren't. If he's chasing a record? Let me let you guys in on a little What's secret. What's the record? Well, I, who knows? But, but my be. point is is that you, you're you going to chase it for another 30 home games when you're out of it. In John's scenario, I kinda, at I, this point, you're those out of it. Those 30 games might be the Clinton, best you just, game you're going to have just, in a you long just, Thank you, AK. But That's just, what I'm saying. Long time. You, you guys just stumbled into something that, that fans fall victim to. And I've had this conversation with... Not a fan of them, though. Well, but here's what you just said is factually wrong. The gate in baseball means nothing right. in the big picture. It's all TV money. That's that, it. That's w exactly what I'm saying about the experience. You get to say you saw him play with the Angels. Mean, Everybody does, that's wanted to see him play has seen him play. Except for Slee, who can't even schedule it, it correctly. It's but, not like he's coming through. I get so what you're saying. I just don't think... Especially for like Artie Moreno, who has the biggest of the TV deals and did from the beginning. Like There's an experience. Their TV deal's going up in smoke. What I'm saying is that they've had the money i just look especially for a guy like Artie, who said he was gonna leave came back hell this seems like the kind of guy who just says i want to watch him I, for the rest I, of the year the and argument, that's why i'll keep him and the, that what you just said is one of the reasons why Artie moreno is one of the worst owners in all i agree with that. that's fair but you know the the argument to not trade him 
is that they wouldn't be able to develop whatever they got coming. Exactly. Back They're the that, angels. That, that, the best uh, argument. I guess what I'm saying. The best argument to not like, do it is no matter who we get, we're going right. to blow it. And that's that's so, kind of where so I am. So why not just have this happen for another couple of yeah. months? Because no matter that's who we get, it's a hundred percent where I am on this. Totally. Completely. That, that you 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 have so little confidence in your organization to develop any prospects. No, that you don't I, want him. I no, it's, you do want him. You have him. That's it. You have him until you don't. It's not even the organizational argument for keeping him. It's the this is what's actually going to happen argument yeah. for keeping him. We know how the movie's going to end, so you might as well just get thirty more games. I agree from with this that. Once you, in a lifetime, that the, they're not going to move him, and it seems incredibly unlikely that. I don't think they're going. Here's the thing: though. Does it give you any hope that they might be able to keep him? If or? they turn around their actual team, then you have a chance. That's what I'm saying. We talked about this before. What if they make the World Series? Like, what if something random happens and they go to the World Series? I don't know anyone in baseball. Not one person. Who thinks he's going to be in the Angels next year? Yeah. That's fine, but what that doesn't mean that that can't change. I, I get what you're saying, but like, but Otani would have to be a real knucklehead to think that oh, we got hot for two months, therefore the organization's good. He's okay. been there six years; he knows it's not. Again, I just feel that I, I also have a sort of a separate issue, not with you, John, but like, mostly. You know what I'm here to talk about with Shohei Otani? The baseball, not the non-baseball, and that's where I kind of am on this, and that's where I think the Halos kind of have a problem. You got to play this thing up till the cows come home it's it's got to be the even, biggest even at story the detriment of your own team it's, it's not the detriment of your own team he is your team i mean it's okay also- so what you realize clinton you've seen this movie and you know how it ends the i LeBron, don't know how it ends i don't well, wait a minute he said that not me cleveland cleveland didn't trade lebron because they said we can't bring ourselves to trade lebron after i knew a sportscaster in los angeles knew he was going right, to miami lebron's from cleveland that's not the same thing he also came back and won so right. like that movie just has saying, a sequel you yeah but you're no you know every time somebody hangs on to a player that's approaching free agency when there's no indication that player's going to stay, the team goes in the I think it's really important to remember, though, that if the Angels are even considering trading Otani, it is in their best interest to make it sound like not in a million years. Yeah, right, and And that's a good point. I don't think enough consideration has been given to the idea of if they're going to move him. To the posturing of it all. And I get the pokerness of it all, and and you're right, that's a way to strengthen your hand, but if they were really trying to maximize their return, he'd be gone already because that was last year. Yeah, Right, but But that that didn't happen. By the way, you guys think – can't go back in time. I'm just saying for now – it serves them to make it sound like they will never give him up. And meanwhile, we got Otani watch all over the shop. You know, yeah. that's all I was going back to Otani watch, yeah. getting getting to the baseball, right. as you would say. <laughs> um, I Mason and I always talk about the ultimate stop what you're doing player. That if you walk into a bar, sure. walk into a restaurant, walk into something, and you say, "Oh, there's Tiger Woods on the 18th hole of a major, and it's tied," you stop what you're doing. Um, there's three minutes to go in a game, and Kobe has 68 points. Let, 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 let's stop what we're doing. Is Otani not – and I'm going back in time now. Yeah. Any, think of any player ever and think of any scenario. You're at home doing laundry. You're in a bar with your – is Otani not – I got one more for The you. number one stop what you're doing player I think ever? I think he's number no. two. Yeah, think, he's, not, he's he, not even close to Barry Bonds at this point for no, me. No, no, he, he is for me. And, he is for me too. He, he is for me. But there's, Bonds is a good – There's yeah, one I mean, other guy. Bonds was a whole that, other and era. not because he was going to hit 70 home runs or anything, but just you might see something you've never seen before. It's Bo Jackson. Okay. But but Bo Jackson was, was the other one yeah. that was – I I don't know what – he might climb the wall like Spider-Man. He might hit 500 feet. He might yeah, throw that's a guy good. out that's, from the I was going to say yeah. with Otani. Otani's yeah. amazing. Like, he's really, truly amazing. He's fun. But there's a part of me that feels like I've seen what he's going to do 
It's just a different version of what he's done. That's Bo's, a good point. There's no surprises with Otani. Yeah. And I would also say this, like, for baseball fans, it's not what you're doing, John. For sports fans, there's still yeah. a level that Otani hasn't got to. Whereas Bonds, for America, who even cared about anything related to sports, you were like, but yo, part of the this dude's up again. was that people hated his That's guts. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the, 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 the reasons are immaterial to me. I think Bonds is still above him on that scale, even though I – personally think Otani's a better player. Bo, you got to be one room or the other. Otani's on TV here. Bo's over on TV over there. Which room are you walking into? Bo. What sport for Bo? Baseball. Otani. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Bo Jackson was an absolute freak. He, you know, yeah. He's a good player. He, Throughout Deion Sanders. He played in the major didn't. league for what? Like another four years on one leg? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Just you forget ridiculous. about the whole post-hip thing where he killed it. Again. Give Mace a microphone and let him be the umpire. He'll get the spotlight for the entire game. It's not not a big enough. It's not a big enough focus on him. He's only involved at every play. Super (laughs) Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out. It's what a hamburger is all about. See you on Wednesday.